Evening, nice to be here. Always a pleasure, never a chore. My name is Vinnie White. I'm here for the next hour with a news-flavoured Christmas pudding with a dollop of comedy custard, bringing you last week's news with a lack of integrity when it comes to journalism. It's the Vinnie White Show. You can get in touch with me and the show in general, 416-872-1010, or you can text the show from your mobile device on 71010. Coming up tonight... I still want Clarkson's job. That's why I do that. I think it's too late. Coming up, Hammond does a thing in a car. Tonight, um, in the Christmas edition, we will be doing the latest instalment from the Holiday Argument CD. Do you need to get through Christmas? You're going to argue. Why argue when you can listen to other people's arguments instead, blocking out the potential arguments you could have? You're welcome. Uh, Miss Canada has been barred from Miss World the pageant, for having views. Do we side with her or China? I'll give you a clue. Her. But do hang around. There's a bit more to it than that. Um, Also, a US town that's rejected solar panels coming your way. Why? Because they suck energy up from the sun. Yeah. That and more here on your holiday edition of the Vinnie White Show. How are you, Pat? Excellent. Should we get this out of the way? Got your little prezzy? Got your little prezzy? Do you want it now? I love it. I always want a present right away. I don't know if you can see it from there. It is, when I said little, by the way, I really... You do emphasise that word. I got you this. It's... A can? A, a beverage of some kind? It is, yep. I have terrible eyes. I'm sorry, I can't... It's boozy. It's a can of pompous ass English pale ale. Perfect. So I thought since you've been putting up with this pompous Englishman for long enough, you should be rewarded with one whole can of beer. Thank you. I really appreciate I'm that. I'm not even going to charge you for that. that. That's on me. That's a special treat. Oh, though. yes. Um, it's quite good. Actually, it's Canadian, even though it's got a, a, a sort of a, a mimicked... Uh, your interpretation of what an Englishman probably should look like. It's a cover of an English beer. Yeah. It's got a bloke with a... Um, Bowler hat on, which I th- I'm fairly confident you could land in Heathrow, walk for a whole day in London and not see anyone wear a bowler hat, apart from perhaps an ironic hipster. And there's more of them here. So thanks. I feel you've been racist with this can and I no longer want it. That's why you're giving it to me. Then. <laughs> exactly. That's my favourite beer. Um Star Wars, I don't really know much about Star Wars, but apparently it's very important. And it's actually the leading story today on one of the News Talk 1010 news things. I can't believe that. You know you live in a safe town when Star Wars is leading. I suppose we should be quite proud of that. Uh, Apparently the new movie's out. Apparently it's big. It's broken all kinds of records. Biggest ever weekend. Biggest beginning. I don't know. Plenty more. But everyone's jumping on it. And I don't have a lot to say about it. So it's a bit of a gamble bringing it up. But I, I've decided um, that the best way to get through it is to enjoy a pun. I've noticed that everyone across the world to celebrate the beginning of Star Wars is, is very pun-tastic. Uh, here, for example, is a clip from a weather report that was uh, pumped out in the UK this weekend. 
high there. Well, it's another unusually mild day today with a layer of cloud covering the UK. But if you look farther west, you will mm. be seeing a glimmer of sunshine if you're lucky. However, mm. there will be a fairly light breeze. The force is strong, though, for mm. northern Scotland. And then tonight, the weather strikes back as a deep area of low pressure pushes in from the west, creating storm-like conditions for Northern Ireland and Western Scotland. Don't be a trooper. Please mm. take care on the roads. Could be difficult driving conditions. Now, if you're forced to awaken early tomorrow morning, mm. it will be on the dark side, but as mm. you can see, fairly mild, with temperatures in double digits. Far, far away towards the southeast of England, there's a new hope for some sunshine developing in the afternoon. Yeah. Puns are weird, aren't they? Because there's a part of me that thinks, oh, that's clever, and another part of me that feels like I've just been stabbed. Uh, your countryman Ricky Gervais said pun should be short for punch them in the face. <laughs> I remember that on that uh, podcast. Yeah, it's. I agree. He I said it's the lowest possible form of wit. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only person that really enjoys puns is the person that's delivering them. Exactly. That's ex who, that's who they're for. Yeah. It's, it's just you get a little smug sword. They all have a very bad tone to them. They do. It's dad humor. Yeah. It's, the, <sighs> it's the joke equivalent of a dad dance. Yeah. Having said that, let's see if I can do some. Um, have you got a weather bed there? Can I have it? I'll do Toronto's weather. Let's see if I can punish everyone. Coming up, the weather. That's not it, is it? I'll take that can of beer back at this rate, mate. I'll start drinking it. For every mistake you make, I'm going to start drinking more beer. Until the mistake ratio goes onto my side. Where's the weather bed? It's coming. Are you a producer? Cloudy this evening with occasional views of death stars. <laughs> it's funny because it's... Yeah. A chance of rain before midday or earlier. Uh, earlier. Leah, Princess Leah. Hello? Is this... Hello? Uh, minus four overnight, which might make your teeth jabber. The, the, the heart. J -j jabber the... Right. Tomorrow, periods of rain and just under 10 degrees. If you get wet, remember, we are too. D2. Wait. What? Uh, to get this weather in a PDF, you can open it using Adobe One Kenobi. <laughs> uh, or you can find out the real weather. The weather the government don't want you to know at WookieLeaks. Sorry, I, I've got to stop it. I actually feel physically ill. I'm better than this. I'm better than this. That made my stomach hurt. Yeah, I just It was more of a social experiment, really, to see if I'd enjoy it. I didn't. Do you know, Samuel Johnson, author of the first ever dictionary, absolutely hated puns. He said, and this is a true quote, to trifle with the vocabulary, which is the vehicle of social intercourse, is to tamper with the currency of human intelligence. That's a beautiful quote. Mm. I love quotes about language. He had an addiction. Airy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, let's actually... Can we start the show now? He's rolled over in his grave about 30 times this segment. <laughs> He's spinning like a revolver. Okay. Um, do you want the holiday argument? Oh, we'll do... Uh, what should we do? We could do... Uh, it's a potluck here on the Christmas edition. Oh, we'll do this just to prove that uh, the UK is full of idiots as well. Three-year-old to have his name legally changed to Popcorn. Why? He apparently has refused to respond to anything else. A three-year-old boy is getting his name changed to Popcorn after his parents said he refuses to be known as anything else. Diesel Roberts. Diesel? 
already unusual name, is hardly used by his parents because they've given up with it and started using Popcorn instead. They've decided to legally change his name to Popcorn as he didn't respond to Diesel. Popcorn seemed like the perfect choice as the couple have been referring to their son by the popular cinema snack since he was in the womb. The father said he was a bit of a fighter during Hazel's pregnancy and he kicked the womb, like the popping that happens when you put popcorn in a saucepan. It's stuck ever since that day. Well, then shouldn't all kids be named popcorn? My mum said I kicked more than most. Perhaps I should be called donkey. Now, due to start nursery in the coming year, due to be beaten up in about three years, Popcorn has taken such a liking to his name. There are a few people in the family who don't really agree with it, they said, the parents, who, by the way, are called Hugh and Hazel. But what really upsets me about this, they've got two other kids. One's called Paige. It's all right. It's not particularly groovy, but it'll do. And the other one's called Tyler. What's wrong with Popcorn? Why are you persecuting this child? Uh, a database of UK names show that there are five diesels in the UK... Uh, but no popcorns. That's about to change. Lula does the hula in Hawaii. Do you remember her? No. It's in America, and the court overruled that you couldn't call your daughter that because it was persecuting her later in life. Lula does the hula in Hawaii. It was her full name. Yeah, that is a form of abuse. I agree with the ruling on that one. There is another school of thought, though, that suggests it could be good for them. For example, there was... Toughen um, you up, maybe? Yeah, because there was... John Wayne's real name is Marilyn. Didn't do him any harm. And there was a wrestler in the UK called Shirley Crabtree. Male wrestler, Shirley. (laughs) His wrestling name was Giant Haystacks. I don't know why he didn't go with Shirley. (laughs) Why Giant Haystacks? Um, Because he was big and fat like a giant haystack. But even bigger than that, so he went plural. (laughs) (laughs) One's not enough. No. Anyway, um, when we come back, we talk about Miss Canada being banned from uh, the latest Miss World pageant. And I was quite a surprising turn up on that one. And also a new addition from our Holiday Arguments CD. You're listening You're in to, to the, the Vinnie White, White Show on In-Depth Radio, Radio News, News Talk 1010. A struggle in saying tuned. You're tuned in. Um, saved. Saved. Uh, wait, do we need him? It would be more me. We need more me. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. And thank you very much for your lovely texts so far that have come in on 71010. Someone says, Merry Christmas season's greetings, Sir Vinny. I don't think so. Get rid of that. I had a good week this week. I've been working. I've got nothing really particularly exciting to say. I'm so sorry. I haven't been out at all. All I've done is work. It's my busiest week of the year for my other job, which is making canvas prints for a company called mrphotocanvas.com. Plug-a-dee-doo, plug-a-dee-day. And, um, yeah, that's what I've been doing this week. It's a bit tricky because what I've decided to do is work in the morning and then open up the shop later, which means that you can get quite a lot of canvases printed. And I've got some helpers as well, little elves, if you like, and they've been helping me assemble these canvases. So we work all morning, and then when we open up the shop, we're still working making these canvas prints, but people can come in. And I find it's the easiest way, but I don't want my customers to know I'm there in the morning. So even though the shop's open, it doesn't look like it is because it's got all the curtains closed. So we're beavering away behind the curtains. And a woman came and and rang the doorbell. And I should have done really just thought, ah, well, they're quite keen. I'll just answer the door. And I didn't. 
So I I just sort of told everyone to stop hammering and stuff and just froze. And then my phone rang. So not thinking that it could possibly be her, I answered it and said, hello, Mr. Photo Canvas. And she said, hi, I'm outside. Can you let me in? And I'd sort of, the lie had already begun. So I said, uh, I would, but I'm not there. And she said, uh, are you sure? Because it, there was some noise. And I said, oh, some of the staff might be there, but they, I mean, they got their headphones on. Why did I say that? Dig in. And then she goes, well, do you want me to ring the bell again? And maybe they can answer the door. And I said, well, yeah, but they won't be able to help you because I'm the guy that does all the proofing and the digital work, which is true. So I, uh, I just leave it and just come back later when we're open. The hours are on the website. You are early. You did know. Um, so just come back. And she said, I can hear you. And I didn't know what to do about oh that. Oh, my God. It was awful. <laughs> Oh so she could God. hear the words I was saying on the phone and she could hear my voice through she the glass. She heard you through the glass of the, the door. Oh. So in my mind, I thought, right, there's two things I can do here. One, open the door and say, sorry, I'm a bit of a prick. It's very stressful at Christmas. Come on in, honey bunny. Or two, carry on the lie. Guess which one I did? You didn't keep going. Cracked on, mate. Oh, no. Why me. wouldn't you keep digging? Oh. Diggity diggity doo da. What if she Yelp reviews this though? This is going to be a two page sort of thing. <laughs> oh. I went into the bathroom, right? Told everyone to stop, which, by the way, is now our, our company is essentially shut down for this one woman. And your employees must be thinking, are we supposed to be making these canvases at all? It seems like an illegal operation. Like, shh, this well, woman's this from. Seems the a good time to tell you that they're Vietnamese and they're seven. <laughs> now, if that's a human rights violation in this country, the, it, it, what's that? Oh, no. I don't know why I carried on, but I did. So I said, I don't know how you... Why did I say this? I don't know how you can hear me because I'm not there. Anyway, she believed me in the end and went away. Did she believe you, though, or did no, she give no. up? She she just thought, I'm not going to play this petty game with a lying idiot. Oh. <sighs> Can I just defend myself a little bit? I would like to see you try. Well, because I've realised I've painted quite a bad picture of myself here and my company, which might not have been a great idea. It's the fifth time she's been in and all she does is complain. All right? Really? Yeah. Okay, well, that's an absolute excuse. Yeah. So she's given you some stuff and you gave her her prints and, she, and it's never right. Nothing's ever right. Oh, well, then, yeah, I would but say... But the, th the weird thing is, we've got a pay-on-pickup policy. So the whole point in that is that you pay on pickup. Like, if you went... <laughs> and you can see it. It's not like when you get a Chinese takeaway and you think, I was oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, I was going to say, so you walk in and yeah. you say, like, oh, this is not at all what I expected. It's I'm in sorry, a transparent I... bag, which we remove and show them the products, usually their photograph reproduced on canvas. Of course. And sometimes their artwork, but mostly they're sort of, you know, dogs and kids and family and so on. And so, yeah, and then she'd gone and then come back the next day and said, what was her complaint? It was really weird. Oh, she said that, um, <laughs> she said it was too thick from the wall, forgetting that she'd picked the thicker one. Anyway, I won't bore you with the details. She was a pain in the ass. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like you were more and more justified as you. <laughs> I don't hide for everyone, Pat. There's method in this madness. Absolutely. I've been enlightened. Seems like a good time to plug my company, mrphotocanvas.com. Do you like face-to-face -face confrontations?
Well, then we are not the company for you. We'd rather hide behind curtains. But we will produce a really good canvas. I feel like what we've done here, I've cancelled everything out. We're at, we're at neutral right now. I dragged it down. I've barely propped it back up, but all publicity is good publicity, so it's probably going to be fine. It's Yeah. It'll all even out in the end. Should we move on? I think you, it's best for you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Canada banned from Miss World. What? How can this be? For having views. Yes, Miss Canada has been banned from Miss World this week. Uh, her name is Anastasia Lin, and she should have been granted a visa to attend the Miss World competition in Sanya, China, this weekend. The Chinese government failed to issue her a visa, thus barring her from attending the Miss World competition. Ms Lin is being discriminated against because she has spoken out about human rights abuses in China, including the persecution of people that practice Falun Gong, meditation practice that's been uh, persecuted in China since about the millennium because of her efforts to bring attention to the plight of others her father in china has even been visited by security personnel in an attempt to intimidate him and compel him to tell his daughter to shut up now if china aspires to be a responsible member of the international community it should behave according to that standard of the international community including respecting basic freedoms and different viewpoints Born in China, living in Canada, Anastasia Lin, the 25-year-old model and actress. See, when I read that, I thought, oh, 25-year-old model and actress, Miss World. I'm pretty sure this girl's going to be a bikini-cladded idiot that re regurgitates the usual mantra of I want world peace and all oh, my down points are that I buy too many shoes. Then I read about her and I felt like a misguided, Neanderthalic, sexist idiot because... Well, I took myself outside, gave myself a bloody good dressing down and a slap, and uh, now I'm here to say this. If we, the media, are so obsessed with looks and we're prepared to cover things like Miss World, but choose not to regularly cover the press releases of Amnesty International sent out about global human rights violations from wonky dictators and international human rights violations closer to home, like Guantanamo Bay, if we are going to cover these things, then we should spend time listening to the important truths coming out of these very attractive lips. So, here she is. Listen to her. There are people in the world that try to replace kindness and compassion in our hearts with hatred and fear. Be it suicide bombing or a government's action to suppress people's belief. Their goal is clear, to control us by fear. compete for the Miss World title because I want to inspire people to care about each other again, to have kindness and compassion back in the society. I want to speak up for those who can't speak up for themselves. They shouldn't be left victimized, silenced, in the corner of the world where no one hears them. China used to be a land that's so rich in spiritual practices. We had Taoism, Buddhism, all kinds of different beliefs that flourished on our land. But right now, it's being reduced to political slogans. People live under fear throughout their lives without even knowing that they do have a right to speak up for themselves. 
In the film The Bleeding Edge, my character is a victim of human rights abuse in China. She has been through tons of torture, but she still tries so hard to stay true to herself. And that's why it is so precious to get to know these people, the real people behind these stories. Hope is the only thing that's way more powerful than fear. Chinese-born Miss Canada there, who was banned from entering China this weekend and sent back from Hong Kong airport for being honest about China's political wrongdoings. So good for her for standing up in what she believes. Uh, so Miss Canada didn't make it for political reasons. Miss England, you may be interested to know, failed to make the top 20. Don't know what that says about us. Yeah, how come? Because, Patrick, she's got a face only a mother could love. Ooh. No, she's not too shabby, but uh, apparently didn't cut the mustard. I don't know what the rules are on how they're voted, because it used to be, in the 70s, it used to be, hey, here's a bunch of girls, look at the legs, look at the boobies, that's all that matters. And then someone, someone quite rightly thought, perhaps we should actually talk to them. And then it was probably like the 80s, they so like, hey, here's a bunch of girls, look at their legs, look at their boobies, listen to them talk. I like world peace, awesome. And now it's Sounds be- about right. And now it's become a bit, hey, here's a bunch of girls. Listen to them talk about their political worldviews. Isn't it a massive coincidence that they're really attractive and they've got boobies? Pretty so much. It's moving away, but it's still called Miss World. Inch by inch. Inch yeah. by plastic inch, indeed. Um, so who knows where it'll be in 40, 50 years' time? Hey, boobs and lots of political action. <laughs> Hope so. I mean, if, if it's going to have a positive effect on the world, then so Speed be it. reading contests, but with bikini-clad women. Yes. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a bikini spelling bee. Exactly. Uh, if you're interested in the winner, by the way, it was 23-year-old professional model from Barcelona, Mariel Royo. And having uh, now safely put myself in a position where I don't sound in the least bit sexist and sound reasonably intelligent, let me tell you that she is so hot she could fry eggs without electricity. Hubba hubba ding dong. The Spanish usually win these kinds of things. They win everything. They won the World Cup last time. Yeah. What's going on with that? They're killing it lately. Wait, didn't Germany win the most recent one, or am I mixing up? Oh, I may have gone back one, sorry. (laughs) I'm the only Englishman that knows nothing about football. It's so embarrassing. Every week, what team do you support? Uh, Brighton? I've never heard of them. No, you never will. Could have fooled me. I would have believed there is a Brighton team. There is actually a Brighton team. It's just they're not very good. Although someone told me the other day they're doing quite well. If you support Brighton, this would be a small text in. Text on 71010. And texture abuse as well while you're there. Um, coming up, I'm going to talk to Amanda Capito about a man that crashed a snowplow because he was drunk and other stuff just around the corner. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. But there's one news anchor who doesn't go down like that. It's Amanda Capito. <laughs> How, how long did it take you to come up with that? That was actually about 10 seconds worth. <laughs> okay, hi, yes. Hi, Amanda Capito, our resident, resident news junkie and news guru of all things Newsy Poos in our regular weekly feature, Newsy Poos. Hi. How are you, mate? I'm a bit raspy today, so yeah. don't mind. I know. You've been partying Christmas style It's so much holidays and then everyone's so excited and talking loud and then, you know, you talk loud on top of someone else talking loud and... 
here I am. You sound a bit like a tour rep for someone that might be working down in, let's say, for example, Cancun, looking after 18 to 30-year-olds. <laughs> Come on, we're going to go and do another tequila. No, I don't sound that bad. It's Come awesome. on. <clears throat> and I can, <clears throat> if I really try, I'm going to be fine. You have a great voice. Thank you. And uh, if I could imitate this nation's accent, I would choose to have yours, although slightly more manly, I think. Uh, okay. Thank you so much. That's really kind. What I'm saying is <laughs> if I could shop for a voice for myself, yes. I'd have a male version of yours. Wow. Thank you. Sort of bit, bit, bit rubbish compliment because that wouldn't be yours. But right. Let's overlook it. Sure, sure. I'll take the compliment. Newsy poos. Right. Here we are in the downtown groovy hipster part of Toronto. But sometimes it's easy to forget that out there, it's a bit wintry, not much, definitely mm-hmm. not seasonal. Tell me about this guy in his snowplow. Okay, so in Bracebridge, police got a call last night from someone who was concerned about the way a snowplow was driving on the road. That was about 7.30. Mm. By 8 o'clock, police go out there. They're in Gravenhurst. They find the plow in a ditch. 44-year-old who was wielding it is there with an open bottle of liquor. Charging for drinking and driving. A snowplow. A snowplow. It's... <laughs> I like the way you use the word, the verb vi- wielding. Because you, you normally wield a knife. Yes. But if you are driving a snowplow drunk, you are wielding a snowplow. <laughs> I know. And, that's, and I actually used that word in my newscast as well because I felt like it was an accurate way to describe. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's bad enough drink driving a car but a snowplow correct me if I'm wrong they can do some damage huge damage and the whole thing is to help make the roads safer with the snowplows it's 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 like ironic and what I like about this guy is he's crashed a snowplow which is an achievement in itself and then he thought right now I've probably did that because I'm drink driving what I'm gonna do is just walk <laughs> around with this open bottle of whiskey until the police get here <laughs> I just, I can't believe it. Yep, so he has his license suspended, of course. Yeah. And he's going to be going to the court in the new year. So oh, they're we'll going to make such an example of him. Yeah, they're going to have to. For sure. Actually, you should put a couple, if you're in Bracebridge, put a couple of insurance claims in. Go out, <laughs> rearrange your bushes. There you go. Get all your children's toys, and put them, just crush them up a bit and say, well, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was old numbnuts. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say numbnuts on the radio because we get complaints apparently, don't we? Oh, good segue. Yeah. See what I did there? Yep, that right, was great. Because I wanted to talk to you about this. You got a message earlier from one of our listeners. Should we name him? Yes, Dave from Hamilton. Now, we love hearing from you very much, and you're welcome to text this show on 71010 at any time you like. Mm-hmm. But you got a complaint. Tell I did. me more. So this complaint came in late last night. I saw it today when I came in, where I was describing the new baby lions that were at the Toronto Zoo. Mm. They're very cute. Mm. And the words I chose to use to describe them in one of my newscasts was freaking adorable. Mm. Because they're just not just adorable. They're freaking adorable. Mm. And Dave says, hello, Amanda Capito. And he puts capital uh, caps locks for freaking adorable. Eight mm. question marks. Eight. Maybe not eight. Three. <laughs> it any, comes across as eight. Any more than one is futile. It's anyway. too much. Mm. Is this a slip of the lip in describing the cute zoo lion cubs or a new way to casually swear on the radio? Either way... It's not good. Another slippery slope to avoid. So your exact line was, the new cubs They're are... freaking adorable. Standing by it? I think so. Do you think freaking is a swear, swear word? I mean, if I was in... I, 
have to tread carefully here because I have the utmost respect for you. It's, it's not the words I would have used. Okay. But I'm not offended by them. It's, sure. And I don't think it's anyone could have put, like, not, I wouldn't have written that for a script for someone else to read. Yeah. But for my voice, which you're wanting to read the news in a colloquial way that sounds like you're talking to someone. Yes. And if I was to say, you can go check out the video of these lion cubs. They're really adorable. Mm. Or if I said, you can go check out the video of these lion cubs. They're freaking adorable, which is the way I delivered it. It just sounds more like me. And I just think it it, it added some personality and flavor to my newscast. I don't mind Dave's complaint as long as he has also complained to R. Kelly, who once <laughs> said, it's the freaking weekend. Maybe I'm going to have some fun. So... Let's see. <laughs> Dave, have you also written to R. Kelly and various other hip-hop artists across North America to voice your your freaking concerns, Dave? <laughs> well, I'm just wondering if it's because it was in a newscast and not... and, and Like, hosts, radio hosts on yes. this station and other stations say way more racy things than that. Yeah. So is it because it was in the newscast? Is that what rubbed him the wrong way? I don't know. Also, is it worse than fricking? I would just put them in the same category. Frickin' and freaking. And also, as long as you pronounce it probably properly, mm. oh my gosh, how hypocritical of me to, to stumble on that word. But for me, I'm not trying to slur it to make it sound like it was something else. You know mm. what I mean? I'm saying I said it very clearly on purpose. Let's do an alternative one in a overtly pompous way to balance out his qualms. I'll do it because I'm English, so I'm really good at that. Okay, go. And today we have some wonderful news from the Toronto Zoo. Two baby cubs, lions, were born. They look quite nice. You can see the video online. <laughs> Is that what you want? Is that how people want their news to Taking be read? Taking the soul out of it, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> that was really heartless. Way to go. I, I, it wasn't that informative, though. I should have said they look very much like all lion cubs. <laughs> In that they are like large lines, but small. <laughs> Do check out the video. <laughs> uh, final subject I'd like to bring up with you since I have you here in my locked in my warm Christmas embrace. Well, there's a visual. Um, is the new Icelandic volcano. Ooh, a now, shiny new volcano. I, do you remember, what you, 2010 it was, April 2010, when there was a Icelandic volcano, which yes. you had to report on. Yes, and you're then for, forgiven the for not remembering, but you probably had to announce what it was called, didn't you? Oh, uh, you know what? I probably avoided when there's long names. We avoid. We carefully write scripts to avoid it. Yeah, because I that was the one where all the flights got cancelled. That's exactly right. In London, thousands of flights. Yeah, I think there was somewhere in the region of ten thousand flights were cancelled that summer. Yep, because it was coming in and out of every UK well, airport and everything. Else. Anyway, what was it called? It was called. Aya Fiatla Yorkatki. Yeah, no, never said that. Aya Fiatla Yorkatki. Iceland is grappling with new volcano, a new one, and they're trying to work out what to call it. And uh, I'm pleased to tell you that they have. Authorities in Iceland have decided on a name for the volcano a year after it started erupting. If this one gets really big and it starts cancelling flights, then you'll have to say this oh, on a no. regular basis. Oh, no. So let's get used to it now. Council members in the rural district. Are, oh, this is going to be tricky. I should have had a drink. It's going to make it easier. <laughs> Council members in the rural district of Strutetestgehemporter. <laughs> I don't know what accent you put on that. <laughs> have we got any Icelandic listeners? Because they're going to be really offended. 
But that, that rural district, that well-known rural district, which boasts a population of 371, right? That's keep, it. Keep in mind, all of Iceland is only about 300,000 people. You were there the other I've day, been, weren't you? Well, not the other day, the other year, but yeah. yeah because you know why? Because she never sit down for 10 minutes. <laughs> She's off to Florida next week. She just got back from Ecuador. Every time you hear a DJ saying that Bell don't pay well, they obviously do, or Amanda's a thief. Okay? Anyway, after considering four names for the volcano... Flautaharian, Holanaran, Nordhinan, or Yubarandundi. Okay, that was Italian, that last one, or what? <laughs> <laughs> the vote was carried out to officially use the name of Horanharan. <laughs> All right. It sounds like flat pack furniture. <laughs> Have you fixed that bloody Horanhar up <laughs> Despite only getting the backing of two of the five council members. <laughs> There's five council members there for yeah. 371 people. Well, that's a lot. It is. That's a bigger ratio than Toronto. Yeah. 44 for, I think, two and a half million. Yeah. Anyway, Horanhiren, which you may have noticed has changed its pronunciation every time I've said it. Yep. <laughs> erupted last year and its activity, activity um, may get worse this year. We don't know. Apparently, Iceland Review points out that the island's ever-changing geography means features constantly need to be given official names. In this case, it's fortunate that the new official name is the same name as the town that it's near. Yeah, so it's so, tough. All the street names are like that too in Iceland. Yeah. So when I was there as a tourist even, I'd be like, oh, where is this? And they'd be like, they wouldn't even try saying the names. They knew. They're just like, make three streets up, then turn left, yeah. and then three more streets, and then you're there. We're yeah. like, what's the street name? They're like, no. Don't they won't even, don't even yeah. try. I'm not even saying it. They should say, it's three streets up, it begins with an A and finishes with a G. Yeah, something like that. Well, it's just got to the no, point it's, where- It's got 16 J's in the middle. You can't even look at a map. It's overwhelming. There's so many letters everywhere. I know, and then there's new punctuation that we don't have to tackle. Yeah. Umlauts floating around. <laughs> Is that a hard pronunciation? <laughs> In fact, you should be very lucky that the capital Reykjavik is actually quite easy to yes, say. Yes, Reykjavik. They do that on purpose, I feel like, so that you can you can book your flight. Yeah. <laughs> that once you're there, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda Capito, this year has been very good um, for you and I, and quite often I get thank yous from listeners about this feature, because let's be honest, it's slightly better than when you're not here. Right? Warble on on my own. So as a thank you, Aww. I've got you. Aww. Vinny. A little Christmas present there. A beautiful bottle of wine, and it's my favourite one. You you did well. Thank Yay. you for being such a great star on Newsy Poos this year, and because you're not here next week, I think I am, and so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. That's it, really. Actually, it was quite nice there. You were really nice. Yeah. I'm so surprised. I didn't realise why you brought your bag into the studio. I know, and I've got this for Patrick as well. Oh. I got him that. Oh, that's really... What, what kind of beer is that? It's a can of pompous ass English pale ale. Mm, you're, so, you're so thoughtful. Well, it is sort of thoughtful. Can you say that on the radio? Are you allowed to say... Something? Oh, Dave's going to go mental. <laughs> you said ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to put it in the context of a donkey. Yes. Um, pompous small donkey. <laughs> anyway, it's... um. It's called Pompous Arse English Ale, and I thought it's quite good for Pat because he has to put up with me a pompous arse. Oh, how appropriate. Bada, bada, boom, bada, bada, bing. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This is the Fenny White Show on In-Depth Radio. News Talk 1010. 
the last few weeks we've been featuring the new Holiday Argument CD and MP3 for download, which is available now. Reminds you of every Christmas argument you've ever had. Christmas, of course, is a time for giving, sharing, and let's be honest, arguing. Now, with the new Holiday Argument CD and MP3, you can hear the warm sounds of a log fire mixed with the inevitable sound of arguments. Now, with the new Holiday Argument CD and MP3, you can avoid arguments by listening to other people's arguments. The crackling sound of a cosy fire and seasonally themed jazz music are repeatedly interrupted by a bickering married couple, so you don't have to. The husband and wife are going to argue about everything Christmassy. It's known by some as the most Christmassy thing ever heard. It features lots of different arguments. Here's just one. What are you doing? I'm, I'm opening presents early. Don't open the presents no, early. No, I'm opening presents Don't, early. Why are you opening them early? Because you know what? This night has been sh- and I just want some presents. Oh, okay? my God. Get, no, oh, God, hey. stop. Hey, everybody. Stop. Oh, look. My wife got me ties. Well, how creative. Well, I wear ties them. at work. Oh, I, love, I wear ties at work. You know what? Opening, Two of those ties were the same ties I already have. Well, then you can't just smell enough mustard down that I thought you could use more. I, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the new Holiday Argument CD. Available now. Uh, when we come back, I'll talk about a new UK video that's been released on how to tackle gun crime. You never know where it's going to go. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for joining me this week. Always a pleasure, never a chore. I do spend quite a lot of time looking at the news from the UK because that's where I used to live a decade ago. Where did that go? Where did that go? I'm not complaining, but what? I spotted um, this week in my beard some grey hair. That's why I whipped that off. Uh-oh. Looks a bit skunky. There was there was white lines, but only on each side in a perfect vertical stripe. You should try growing that in, see how it looks. I don't like it. I start itching after a while. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah. I would imagine you don't have an all-over cover. Nope. Is that a moustache now? Sort of, yeah. Is it? Not really. I mean, it, it's an embarrassing one. Is it's that a, a hangover a, from November? Yeah, it's a 12-year-old boy's mustache. It is. It is, yeah. It's got a lot of work to do. Yeah, I'll have to shave. I spent a, a night in a, my new place last night with no, uh, you know, toiletries or anything in it, so I don't have deodorant. I didn't shave. No? I'm going to be barking by the morning. What's wrong with you? Why didn't Why didn't you Cause just I bring the deodorant and stuff from the old place? I didn't think of that. I'm going to uh, do that this morning, though. Do you want a little? Do you want me to pop around there and give you a quick bed bath? Or yeah, I could use the. Little. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I wanted for the answer. <laughs> All right. So anyway, as I was saying, I quite often check the UK news because uh, that's where I used to live, and as you can tell from my accent, it's worn off a lot. Uh, and a UK video was released on how to tackle gun attacks this week. Uh, police in the UK have released a video telling people to run, hide, and tell if they're caught up in a terrorist gun attack. It's a four-minute video, and it advises how to evacuate a building, where to hide, and what information to tell the police. I'm not particularly offended by this video. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, I, I think that as long as you, when you watch it, bear in mind that the chance of a gun attack is incredibly unlikely in the UK. I mean, it's still, I'm glad to say, incredibly unlikely, even in the US. It's just a hell of a lot more likely. 
but I suppose it could be quite helpful. It's government produced, and uh, as I say, it t- tells people to run, hide, and tell. Gun crime is incredibly low in the UK because, unlike the USA, the UK has worked out that the average person doesn't need an assault rifle and that walking around with a weapon designed to slaughter people, even if you have a licence for it, is generally not a great idea. No way to prevent mass shootings, says only nation where mass shootings regularly happen. Uh, Now, British people and everyone in Europe uh, can, however, drink outdoors in a park at 18 years of age. We also can park our cars facing... uh, Facing any direction we like and cross the road anywhere and not get a ticket for jaywalking. But America is the land of freedom because they got guns. Got guns. Spend enough time in North Korea and you'll think that it's the land of freedom as well. You can choose from 18 different haircuts. Anyway, rant over on the US. Let's not do that. What I'm saying is it's interesting to see the difference in videos because the US made a video years ago on how to tackle a gun attack. And there's two key difference, differences. And it all comes down to the, the tagline at the end. The USA have a policy of run, hide, and fight. That's what they promote. Run, hide, fight in the USA. Whereas the UK video is very different, actually. And it says run, hide, and tell. And part of that is because, you know, you can't fight if you haven't got a gun and no one, including the police, have got a gun in the UK. So it's not very uh, likely to be able to fight back. So USA, run, hide, fight. UK, run, hide, tell. And Canada, run, hide, apologise. Have a beer. Enjoy that it's just that little bit stronger and more flavoursome. Um... Also from the US this week, I was amazed to hear that a town has rejected solar panels amid fears they suck energy from the sun. I mean, you can't make this up. (laughs) A US town has rejected a proposal for a solar farm following public concerns this week. Members of the public in Woodland, a small town in North Carolina, expressed their fear and mistrust at the proposal to allow Strotter Solar Company to build a solar farm near the highway. Highway 258. During the Woodland Town Council meeting, where I'm sure people must have taken pitchforks, one local man, Bobby Mann, said, and this is a direct quote, Solar farms are not good. They will suck up energy from the sun. As in steal it from them. (laughs) Yeah. So if there's more sucked up by solar panels, there's less to go around everywhere else, was his... Incredible and definitely wise logic. Jane Mann, who is married to Mr. Mann. The Manns. The Manns. Jane is a retired science teacher. I'm going to say that again. Just bear in mind, Jane is a retired science teacher. She said she had concerns. Her concerns were slightly different. She said solar panels would prevent plants in the area from photosynthesizing, stopping them from growing. Plants underneath the solar plant panels, maybe. That is true. They, you can't argue with her on that. They won't get <laughs> as much sun. But her point was that all the sun that's eaten up by evil solar panels... It's going to be sort of drawn in towards yeah, local the Local woodland, panels. mate. Local woodland's going to suffer. And don't forget the town is called Woodland, so there's a lot of woodland around it. They think all oh, that's going to die. Let's, a retired science teacher... Mrs. Mann said that she had seen areas near solar panels, sometimes up to a mile away, where plants are brown and dead because they did not get enough sunlight. Was that during winter, perhaps? Maybe. 
Oh, so if they're brown and dead, there's a very good chance they got too much sunlight and not enough water. Yeah, they're burnt. There's too much sun in that area. She also questioned the high number of cancer deaths in the area, saying no one could tell her solar panels didn't cause cancer. I love it when people do that logic. They say something barbarically stupid and say that I won't listen to anything else. The moon is made of cheese and no one can tell me otherwise. No evidence, no science, just the witterings of a lunatic. Uh, the council voted three to one against rezoning the land and later voted for a monitorium on future solar farms. Among the reasons they gave was that uh, a growing solar industry would harm the economy and reduce the value of homes in the area. Fair it's enough. funny how they, even the people in charge in the end didn't have to prove that. They did just say that, which is completely false. I have to read a text out that's just come in that says checks, is it Snopes, the... It's Snoops or Snopes? Or Snopes, yeah. Does me. that say that it was false? Because that's what Snopes is good well, at. Well, they say on their text, solar energy suck-up story is a hoax. I did check Snopes, and it is true. But the only bit that isn't true is some of the other outlandish statements that have been added to this. Yeah, for so, colour. For colour. And let's be honest, some of these statements, might, even the ones that I've just read out, might not be entirely true. And you could just say that I'm using sensational statements made by uh, intellectually challenged individuals. And I'd say, yes, because it's quite funny. And it's Christmas. And on that beautiful bombshell, I will say to you, thank you so much for all your texts and uh, your fantastic input to the show. Unfortunately, I don't always get a time to put it in. And thank you, Pat. You're a fine new addition to this programme. Uh, more radio coming your way. Have a wonderful and Merry Christmas, everyone. And I'll be back, I think, next week. Take care now. Bye-bye.